Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with an eBay guaranteed fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time. Are your money back? Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Back on Speed Street, Joey Molinaro, Connor Daly. What's yes, up, man? Sir. How you doing? You know what? Great early morning to, uh, to spread the joy and cheer of motor racing and uh, a lot going on in the world. Um, yeah, I feel good. There's, it's, it's very exciting to be actually like able to get into this week by week. And uh, yeah, it just start talking good, about stuff. Yeah. yeah, getting that's huge. You get the consistent, and everybody's like, "Oh, yeah, I know my speed street. I'm gonna be hopping on speed street every week, exactly. and, you know, this time." So and it's we're good. on, you know, we're on a lot of platforms now, which is important. I'm glad you brought that up. We are, <laughs> we are on uh, both Spotify. You can follow us. You can follow us on Apple Podcasts. We finally got that up. First three shows are on there, and uh, so follow us on whatever is easiest for you uh, in terms of your listening platform. The YouTube, we 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 uh, had a, a miss app last week because yeah. <laughs> I didn't clear my storage on my phone. That's what we record on. But we're also on YouTube. If you want to watch or just put it on YouTube while you're at work and see us in the video, you know what I mean? And yep. let it just ride. You can do that as well. So YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, <laughs> follow whichever is easiest. And also need you to give us a rating <laughs> and a review. And I know that everybody says that. Just like Uber. Just like Uber. Yeah. But but this five is, stars. This is why <laughs> this is why it's important. Yes. It's important because one, we love to get feedback from our listeners and, Actually, and, yeah. and see what they say. And if you know, you have a, something in the review, hey, I like when you guys do this. I hate when you do this. I you know, we, we want to hear that and we want to be able to make it better. And two, the algorithms on these shows, it's important for them to see that people interact, that people are rating it, oh. that they're reviewing it. It, it, it then pump, pumps us up to where the more ratings and reviews are in there, huh. the more people who are just coming into the podcast world or, or you know, or let's say they're motorsport fan. They're like yeah. looking for a motorsport podcast. And then all of a sudden, because we have more ratings and reviews, then Speed Street's going to pop up there. So just take two minutes, give us a five-star, four-star hopefully a five star and then leave, you know, Hey, Connor and Joey do a great job. We'd yeah. love to hear this. Yada, yada. So that's my spiel. Or, or you could say, what was that comment that you got on your Instagram? You could, you could, you could really be real honest with Joey and say, this that. is true. You could, this is a commonplace on my Instagram <laughs> DMS. You know, you can leave a uh, review because the video version is up there. You can say, Hey, Joey looks like uh, a handsome lesbian with his glasses. So <laughs> there you go. That's something that I got on my hey, Instagram DMS this morning. That sounds like a great compliment. I, I mean, I, I mean, I, 
hey, you're handsome. Been, it could have been ugly. That's yeah, true. Yeah, you're a handsome. Yeah. So appreciate that. I, I didn't guess. get called handsome this week. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> um, you need the glasses. Then. That's you know, true. I think the glasses is the yeah. is the go to. Just a so. wise young man. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, all right. So that's a spiel on that. Thanks for being with us. Also, uh, thanks to the shop Indy. Mm. Uh, I got locations: Broad Ripple, Clay Terrace. I hope. I believe they're working on one downtown. That'd be phenomenal. Um, when I do go to my podcast, like on Apple Podcasts now, it is cool to see our logo there because it looks good compared to all does. the other podcasts that I listen to. Yeah, I, I, I like it. <laughs> it does. They whipped up it that is logo. Professional. Brian Kelly and his folks at the shop whipped up our Speed Street logo. So thank you to them. Um, best indie merchandise in the game, whether it's Colts, Pacers, IU, um, Butler, Purdue, of course, Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Um, they just came out with a hoodie that is absolutely bonkers. Great. Oh. Uh, the uh, Indy 500. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's very, very nice. Um, so thanks to them. Go check them out. Support them. And uh, yeah, let's get rolling. Today we got to talk about uh, Coda over the weekend. Oh, yeah. Big, big F1 race over the weekend. The U.S. Grand Prix. Huge turnout. Yeah. Um, some weekend plans. We got Halloween coming up this weekend. I yep. got some questions to ask Connor about the holiday season. <laughs> um, and then, of course, we had some questions, some you know, yellow, uh, what is it? RYG? RYG. Red, yellow, green. Red, yellow, green. Red, yeah. yellow, green yeah. coming up from the listeners. We so, also had an IndyCar test that happened in Barber. Yes. That was uh, very, very interesting. And I think something that I really want to get into today as well, there was a lot of internet chatter. If you're a, if you're a motorsport fan, you probably saw this, but... There was a NASCAR race and an F1 race around the same time on Sunday. And there was a lot of talk on like, well, I watched this race for this reason. And I get really upset at people because usually like when IndyCar is racing, maybe there's another race that comes on after it or before it or like in between or whatever. So I watch all racing. Like I, I watch it all. So I, I want to get into, I want to hear your thoughts on this because there was a lot of people arguing like, well, I'd rather watch this because of that. I was like, yeah, but you you watch that because you like racing. You might like a racing form in particular, mm -hmm. but like, it's why not racing. diversify your portfolio? Yeah, like yeah. if you like to see fast cars go around each other and battle, well, I mean, you're not going to see a lot of that in F1, but at least it is, <laughs> you know, it is on and it is available. You know yeah. what I mean? So that, that's, there's some interesting chatter to be had there, so. Absolutely. Um and a great Indy 500 driver of the week. <laughs> of course. Actually, I don't know anything about him, but it's a cool name. <laughs> that, that, that's that's a given. I think maybe Speed Street's first piece of merchandise will have maybe our logo on the front and then just the starting grid of the Ricky Treadway Indy 500, 500 drivers of the week on the back. Uh, that'd be phenomenal. Um, but, yeah, but yeah, let's, let's, let's dive into Coda. Yeah, 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 yeah. So talk to me about that. It looked, the crowd looked amazing. It looked packed. It, yes. it looked like it lived up to the hype. Yeah, I mean that's I think probably next on your list of of, of events. You you've been to a lot of races this year, a lot of uh, yes. getting a lot of experience, and I've been to Coda several times before, uh, like the first U.S. Grand Prix. And it's funny because when I was still racing in Europe, um, I was you know like that was the goal for me is to be you know hey I got I got to get to the U.S. Grand Prix, mm -hmm. and and there was a very very small chance at one point in one year that I was going to do the uh, the Friday practice with the Force India Formula One team, and man I was like. I was dying to do that. Like it was, it was, it was going to be really, really cool. There wasn't any Americans in Formula One at the time. Uh, Rossi was also trying to get to Formula One, and we were both kind of like there, thereabouts. And um, it was just such a cool. It's always great to have Formula One in America because it doesn't happen that often. You know, we we used to have the U.S. Grand Prix here in Indianapolis. Mm -hmm. uh, that didn't work out great. 
but it would be nice to have another race back there. Why didn't it work out great? Oh, it was so, before my time. Yeah, so before your time. So there was a big, uh, big debacle in the U.S. Grand Prix. Uh, I think like the last 2000, well, this is like early, mid-2000s, um, where there was like a big tire, tire mishap mm. where like Formula One at the time, there were Michelin tires and Bridgestone tires. And the Michelin tires were failing in the oval turn. They were using the different form of the road course where they didn't, you know how the Indy GP road course, we have those like two hairpins before we come up on yes. the front straight. So they would basically just go around banking the oval turn one. Got it. And so that was creating a lot of stress for the tires and tires were exploding. And so Michelin decided to not allow any of their cars to do the race. So instead of 20 cars no. on the grid, there were six cars, the only Bridgestone cars. <laughs> and so it was like a big, and there was like, you know, 100,000 people, there, a massive crowd. Everyone yeah. was just throwing stuff. It was, it was just horrible. Like, just horrible. It just did oh, not man. work out well. It, it, it wasn't any fault of the track. It was all on Formula One. Like, it was not, like, they knew what racetrack they were coming to. Yeah, you know I mean? right. Like, but they just, it was massive. It was a massive problem. So that was kind of a, Bit of a issue for the U.S. Grand Prix for a while. That's why there was no American race for a while. But w over the summer, weren't they testing Formula One cars at IMS? No, not that year. They don't. They don't do any testing. Wait, are you talking this summer? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, or, I thought there was some sort of Formula One thing going on there. They had them back no, on track. No, so th those were that was a Ferrari Challenge weekend where they had a couple like classic Formula One cars come and do it, but the track's changed now, so it doesn't really oh, present okay. many issues. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So, All right. so yeah, that's why there was no U.S. Grand Prix for a while, but man, is a great place. Such a mat. Coda was purely built for Formula One, U.S. Grand Prix. And uh, it's a wild facility. I mean, IndyCar has raced there. NASCAR now races there. Um, it's such a great town for race Austin as well. And the crowd was awesome. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was massive. And mm -hmm. I think we talk about it a lot, but the Netflix effect, you know what I mean? Formula One has Drive yeah. to Survive on Netflix. Saw that all over Twitter. There's a lot of people. Yeah, like I just I just clicked on an article this morning that was like, all right, I see a lot of people talking about Formula One and 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 the Netflix effect. But I really dove deep into it. Now I didn't get into the article yet, but like I promise you, a lot of it is because of the Netflix effect. Like Formula One is looked at like this wildly elite form of motor racing right because it is the top level in the world for sure but it's because you have ferrari you have mclaren you have aston martin like these are all like stuff people wish they could have you know mm -hmm. what i mean and so like i think you look at the crowd and it's like it's almost like a soccer crowd as well because you got all the you know everyone came from mexico to see sergio perez you know what i mean which is awesome and like it's almost like a close to a home race for sergio and mm -hmm. now he's going to mexico to race which would be even bigger and I think there's so many people that like when I lived in Europe, guess where everyone wanted to go? America to check it out. You know what I mean? And like this gives a lot of Formula One fans from Europe to like come over to America, check out the U.S. Grand Prix. And I think we see a wildly diverse fan base at the Austin race because fun place to go. It's wildly open. The weather's great. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? And uh, and gosh, I think everything just lined up perfectly for them this year. It was a you know big bounce back from whole COVID shutdown and. And the race with right now with the rivalry between Lewis Hamilton and Max Verstappen, I mean, it's 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 awesome. I mean, there were so many celebrities there, which uh, we also have to get into because yeah, I, there was some, had some mishaps on the on, on the, the grid. grid. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's just it, it's it's such a massive event, and just to see that again, I think for a lot of us, 
we haven't seen you know massive crowds at events obviously mo more recently like yeah, obviously college football games are getting packed out which is awesome mm -hmm. but like you know to see everyone scattered around a motor racing circuit um is uh, is really really cool so the race was okay like if you like formula one and you know how the strategy works out like you saw that it was you know pretty good old buddy my buddy freddie alonzo he had a was slapping slapping wheels with a lot of different people love that for him um and and daniel ricardo i don't know if you saw but he got to drive dale earnhardt's I old did. nascar as well wow. there which was really really cool i mean when you look at formula one which i find interesting because i'm I, i'm a big formula one fan obviously there's 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 their major event is monaco right the monaco yeah. grand prix everything's really special everyone wants to go there everyone does special helmets and special stuff for that but coda was almost like it seemed like it was almost bigger like the hype was bigger like we had all the f1 guys here this week doing stuff on espn they were doing stuff in new york california a bunch yeah. of media there was monday night football that daniel ricardo was on the pre-race show for or pre-game -pre show for monday night football mm -hmm. like wild promotion every single driver had a special helmet for this weekend which were last weekend which was really cool i think like something to do with america something to show that hey we're in austin we're uh, we love yeah, texas cowboys i'm gonna yeah. ride some bulls yeah right, right, horses right. i don't know you know what i mean so i think it almost competed with monaco on a level of recognition it was unbelievable so great for formula one great for motorsport i think in the united states um but it also came with you know some interesting stuff. There was an, there was a, a grid interaction on the on the grid before the race that was seemed to lead to quite a lot of controversy. <laughs> well, I, first before we even get into that, like this dude, whatever this pit reporter is, uh, who was going for ABC, I was flipping it on. You know, the Steelers had a buy, so I was like, mm -hmm. let me check out a little bit of the F one, see what this is all about. And it was a pre race stuff, and this guy was just walking the grid for like 20 minutes without <clears throat> without like you know how usually there's a host that like they'll toss it back you know back to you mike and then mike will take <laughs> yeah, it yeah. and then when they have another driver they'll be like all right yeah. let's go back down to uh you know kevin lee and he's got connor daly this dude was just the camera was just following him and he was just like turning back around <laughs> like guerrilla warfare style and then oh, he yeah. was just trying to find people and then he <laughs> tried to find megan the stallion and yeah. then what happened no so so that guy martin brundle legendary driver himself i think he raced against my dad i believe as well uh, maybe he was my after my dad but either way i raced against his son okay alex brundle which is hilarious i raced against him in gp3 back in 2011 or something like 2011 mm -hmm. 2012 um so i know them like and martin is he's got a great voice you know like a very unique voice yeah um but uh you know that that broadcast team is what goes basically all around the world like it's it's sky sports which is british so that's why he said british television when he went up to interview megan the stallion who who it's very funny because there were a lot of articles and a lot of motor racing fans were like who is that <laughs> you know what i mean and i was like well you guys clearly live under a rock right yeah, yeah, yeah. this person is quite famous uh -huh. but you know what if you don't pay attention to like pop culture or like whatever that is yeah, you're not gonna know you're not gonna know and it's funny because you had like rory mcelroy on the grid you know big golf guy and you had um you know that a bunch of actors um serena williams i think was there uh just a wildly famous group of people chris bosh was there um ian hap from the chicago cubs was there yep 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 and uh and so yeah so it was it was one of those things where martin was trying to interview everyone and He's walking along, and Megan the Stallion is walking along, 
And he comes up to her and he's like, oh, Megan the Stallion, hello, like in a wildly British voice. And to be fair, he asked a really stupid question. What <laughs> like, was the question? He was like, oh, you're a freestyle rapper. Are you going to do some freestyle rap for us today? <laughs> and I was like, first of all, dude, who is using freestyle rap as a term? <laughs> you know what I mean? I right. was like, what is going on hey, here? Hey, you're 70 years old? Yeah, so I felt uncomfortable already just watching it because of that question. Yeah. And I think as soon as she heard it, she was like, are you kidding me? And has probably has no idea who this guy is. But like on Martin's side, you got to understand where you're at. Like, yeah. I don't care how famous you are. Like, I really, I really don't. This is not your world. Like, yeah. if if you're at this event, like, can you imagine if, like, a driver was trying to, like, walk to his car and this, there was this giant security guy who was, like, basically eventually just pushed Martin Brundle away, which is, like, you're pushing ABC National Network television away. Yeah. Like, like, like he's a, a, a weird fan. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that I just I just don't like. Like I don't care how famous you are. Like it's not a bother for you to stop for five seconds on a grid that's actually shut down to pedestrians. It's not like I couldn't even get out there if I was there. Yeah. Like you have to be someone or affiliated with it with a team to be out there. So like I that stuff just gets to me because like I see like even when I see like IndyCar drivers sometime, like like walk away from like a, a fan or like they're having the, they can't stop because they got to go somewhere. Like, I hate that. I'm yeah. like, yes, sometimes we do have to go somewhere, but like this was just so wild because it was caught on TV. And when we all saw it, we were just like, I can't believe that just happened. I have pulled <laughs> you know up I mean? here. I actually have internet. It's going to be kind of wonky, but I'm this is the first time that I've seen it. So I got to check this out. Here. Uh, <laughs> you didn't watch it yet. You got any rap for us today? No rap today. No rap today. Like she's selling sandwiches. Uh, I can do that because I did. <laughs> wait, wait. Yeah, I mean, it was it was one of those situations where it's just like, oh no, like Obviously, so here's what happened. Martin Brundle had no idea who the hell the Meg the Stallion was. I think he probably did. Like, he has kids that are our age. I'm thinking that he, he maybe didn't, but the producers are like, oh, Meg the Stallion's down there. She's a, he's like, he's like, who the hell is that? She's yeah. They're like, she's a rapper. He's like, first thing that comes to mind, he's like, I don't, what, okay. So yeah. that's what I'm going to ask her. Are you going to yeah. rap for us? I have to ask her something. This is what I'm yeah. going to ask her. Yeah. See, you know, but I kind of feel for Meg the Stallion because as somebody who, you know, when I'm out and about and I, you know, it's like a Wednesday evening and I'm having dinner with my wife or something <laughs> and, and some are or like a, a casual yeah. drink on a Thursday night and somebody, Go walks, Tigers. By, yeah, somebody walks by <laughs> just like, dude, 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 can I, can I get a, can you get a, give me saving, give me saving right now. It's like, you know, no. like I kind of wish I had that blonde hair guy my to just roll. like shove yeah. him away. You know what I mean? And so, that guy is massive too. I don't think he is. Uh, he might be an alien. Like that guy is that? like eight foot ten. Her security guard? Oh no, I'm talking about her like publicist guy who oh, walks. That the guy, blonde I don't guy. like him at all. The guy looks like he's from Backstreet Boys. As soon as I saw that guy's face, I was like, don't like that guy. Yeah, the blonde dude who, like, <laughs> uh, he looks like MGK wannabe. You know what I mean? Like a machine oh, gun yeah, Kelly wannabe. Absolutely. Like his dad's super rich and but he doesn't have to do anything. Her security guard, I'm sure, is an incredible person. Probably former NFL player. He might have played for the Steelers. You never know. Dude, <laughs> like, that's so funny. That guy's like seven foot ten and just like guarding from any 
one that is poorer than her. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, well, oh. that's like, uh, I mean, at, uh, at, at the Roval, um, Daniel Craig. Oh yeah. <laughs> he had a, he had a team of like six of those guys. Well, he's James Bond. Yeah, I know. But like they were, they were even around, he was in a golf cart and they had a perimeter around his golf cart. It's incredible. Like dude. he was the president. I, I find that wild. So anyway, I, I watched that video so many times. Here's what would have been fine. And here's what would have been like, everyone would have sided with Martin is if he would have just asked, Oh, hey, Megan the Stallion, great to have you here. Who are you supporting today? Because that, yes, that yes, was what yes. he last tried. Because like, because that's interesting. It's like, right. why are you here? Which she was paid by Cash App to be there, so like, of course she was supporting Red Bull. <laughs> but, <laughs> but like, it would have been really interesting if it was like, oh, cool, quick question. Here we go. See you later. Megan the Stallion supporting an F one driver. Yeah, cool, love bang. that. But like, obviously, you know, it's 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 hindsight's twenty twenty, of course. So you can easily say that now. But it's. Uh, but yeah, it, it just stirred up so much controversy. Then Martin was like, oh, I don't care who you are, but you got to respect, you know, actually there was respect a, my grid. No, there was a great tweet that he put out. He's like, normally I was um, when I on the Formula One grid, the only names that made me nervous were Senna, Prost, Schumacher. And I was like, OK, that's awesome. Not and he's like not Megan the Stallion or like not 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 like any of these. Right? I was like, actually, that was a great tweet. Like right. I was like, that's those are the only people that makes Martin Brundle a little bit nervous. Not any of those, not anyone else. And I was like, you know what? That's exactly right. Like if I'm on the Indy 500 grid, guess who I'm not nervous to talk to at all? Lady Gaga or yeah. whoever is there. Because guess what? I'm more concerned about what's Joseph Newgarden going to do today. How am I going to react to uh, Elio Castroneves? What's going to go on when, uh, you know, I try to battle with Roman Grosjean, whatever, whatever it also, is. You know all what I mean? those guys, all those guys are a little bit more on edge because they're about to go 230 miles an hour for <laughs> three hours. Exactly. So, you know, like when I, I, when I went up to Lady Gaga for a selfie on the grid in 2016 before the race, I was like, I don't care. I was like, Hey, uh, can I take a picture with you? And she was like, Oh yeah, sure. And I was like, great. Thanks. What'd you Bye. call her? Did you call her Miss Gaga? Did you call her? Miss Lady, you know what? I did not. I did. I don't remember what I called her, but I said I think I just said hello because again, <laughs> I did not know what to say. What do you call Lady Gaga? I don't know. Hello, Miss Gaga. Uh, 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 yeah. Uh, <laughs> or like, do you Google her real name and be like, no, try to be like inside no, baseball no, guy? No, you know what no, I mean? No, no, that's a no go there, man. <laughs> I feel like that's reserved for partners and yeah. parents, and that's about it. Maybe well, I feel her, like, like if you want to be polite to Megan the Stallion, do be, do you say Miss Stallion? I call her MTS. Okay. <laughs> it's a little bit shorter. Martin Truex Sr. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yo, MTS. You know, I'm sure that yeah, would go over really well. Inside baseball. Yeah. <laughs> Lady Gaga, real name, actually. Oh, yeah. Watch out. Oh, boy. Is it like something interesting? Yeah, fairly, yeah. Stephanie Joanne. Stephanie, and, yes. But it's spelled S-T-E-F-A-N-I. So it's okay. kind of you no. Know, I know a, I know a Stephanie spelled like that. Stephanie Joanne Angelina uh, Germanota. Okay, so she has seventy five names. That's good. <laughs> Any anyone famous has forty six names. Um, so yeah, you so call, I, hey, what's up, Steph? So okay. apparently she did party with everyone in IndyCar that night, except for me because I had my own party at uh, downtown Indianapolis at Revel. <laughs> and apparently they they do call her Stephanie, like that. Like Hinch and and Hinch's lady were all partying. And Joseph and his lady were partying with Miss Gaga. Of course they were. Yes, because they're celebrities. They didn't come to my party. It's fine. And uh, <laughs> your party is more fun. I know that because we went to we went to your party yeah. last year. And uh, and yeah, so apparently they did call her Stephanie. However, I did not see that. 
So I can't attest to that. She's only 35. That's I wild. Know. I guess, uh, I, I mean, we're, I guess that's right about. I grew up with Lady Gaga same. rising to fame. Yeah. yeah. And I'm 29. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, about middle school, early high school, Lady Gaga yeah. was coming around. Lady so Gaga. she was early, early 20s, mid 20s. Yeah. How tall is she? Now I'm getting into Lady Gaga. I'm, I'm like, I don't want to gonna... get a deep dive into Lady Gaga here today, but okay, she is wildly right. famous. Nice is... gal, too. I, I really respected her, so. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, so uh, Stephanie, that's great. Look yeah. forward to maybe her being back at uh, the yeah. 500 here Stephanie, soon. Stephanie, if you want to come on the podcast, <laughs> do let us know. Reach out to our people. <laughs> come out to uh, come out to Connor's after party. And throw yeah, down an year. envy. And yeah. Put on a show or not, whatever. Yeah. Um, all right, so that's what went down in F one. Yeah, eventful I mean, weekend. Great event. Like I, it was cool to see. I wish I was there, but I was not famous enough to get a credential. So I, <laughs> so right. I, I drove down to Nashville instead for but, one day. But by, by next year, by next yeah, year, next year there. will be good. Um, NASCAR. Yes, Kyle Larson does it again. Correct? Did he win? I think he did. Didn't yeah, he? didn't he? I forget. <laughs> I feel like. Here's the motorsports podcast. You know, you know this I mean? is a motorsports podcast. Um, I don't know, actually. I, got I completely the, we got the, we got forget the what results. happened. Yep, it was Kyle. Okay, it yeah. Was Kyle Larson. If in doubt, Kyle Larson's winning. Okay, so now I got to ask this. Yeah. Where, wh- where does Kyle Larson rank? Where will Kyle Larson end up in terms of the all-time Oof. rankings? Because the man just seems to <laughs> be able to do whatever, win whatever he wants. Yeah, I, I honestly think that he is one of the most talented guys in the world right now. Um, I, I cannot wait to see him uh, do the Indy 500 someday because obviously it's not a question of if, it's a question of when. Yep. Um, and I think motor racing fans in general, doesn't matter what you support, whether it's Formula One, NASCAR, or whatever, IndyCar, everyone wants to see that. Who's going to dip their toe in the water? You know what I mean? It was great when Fernando Alonso came over to do it. It was great when Kurt Busch did it. It's great when, you know, Grosjean's overdoing it now. So I think he is one of those guys, a generational talent. And I think, honestly, you know, obviously he's been through the through the thick of it. You know what I mean? He made some mistakes. But, like, I think a lot, sometimes... It, it might take that to get yourself in a different headspace, get yourself sorted out. He obviously came out the other side of it stronger, smarter, a lot wiser. You know what I mean? More and focused. More focused, maybe. Um, I mean, all the guy does is race. The guy races like hundreds of times a year, Dude, whether I mean, it's in the dirt, whether it's anything. We we saw uh, BC 39 yeah. event over the summer. We swept that. Yeah, incredible. Um, I was just at Roval, won that. Um, I mean, he's, he's successful to, on road courses and ovals, yeah. which is like, you know, it's not like he only on mile and a half is he winning, you know what I mean? Or only on super speedways. Like, no, yeah. he's he's winning on everything. So it would be a real travesty if he loses the championship because of the whole playoff scenario and, you know, how you have to win to advance and stuff like that or get score enough points. But he's definitely doing all the right things. And no matter what, I mean, he's going to have the most wins of anyone this year. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I think that's really, really cool. 
Uh, and I, I do believe like 10 years from now, Kyle might have eight championships. You know what I mean? He might have 10 championships. I don't know. He It just depends on what he wants to do. I, I could see him, though, going from like, hey, I'm going to like... Damn, he's only 29. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, so he he's probably going to do the double at some point. I don't know when, but I hope that he does. And I can't wait to see it. I would love to be a part of the Indy 500 that he does. You know what I mean? So That'd be outstanding. Very, very good. And I, I think going from that NASCAR, like, Talking about NASCAR and Formula One, there was a lot of discussion this weekend. And we also still have to talk about the IndyCar barber test because a lot of us like IndyCar and there was some interesting <laughs> tests that went on. Um, that is true. We are kind but of I, But this, Well, this involves IndyCar as well, though, because there was a lot of discussion this weekend and I got into it on Twitter with some people that I said, because uh, like AP was tweeting about like, oh, hey, uh, you know, Formula One did this. And like, you know, there were a lot of people at the Formula One race, but not a lot of people at the NASCAR race. You know what I mean? But then uh, the yeah. NASCAR race scored better on television than the Formula One race. And yeah. I was like, of course, like, why are we so determined to pit these two against each other? You know what I mean? Right. Or, or the same as IndyCar. Like if you get the, you know, the ratings on the weekend, right. And you look at, even when IndyCar is racing, like it's like NASCAR, you know, IndyCar, Formula One, whatever. And I feel like I see it so many times too. There's there's a very, very, very dedicated NASCAR fan base. There's a very, very, very dedicated IndyCar fan base and a very, very, very dedicated Formula One fan base. Yeah. And I think there's not enough in between where people are like, you know what? I'll watch it all. Yeah. And I kid you not, I will watch everything. I will watch the NASCAR truck race. I will watch the Xfinity race. I will watch the cup race. I will watch the Formula One race. And I'll be in the IndyCar race, hopefully. You know what I mean? So right. there's a lot goes on and- I find it fascinating that people are either so shut off to it because I find it weird that like our races that get led into by a NASCAR race, right? Like let's say NASCAR is on and after that on NBCSN is an IndyCar race. Mm -hmm. Their ratings are like, you know, there's a, a million more people that watch that, that stay tuned, that don't stay tuned for an IndyCar race. And I'm like, man, what what does that mean? Like, are we like? Is it because people don't like IndyCar racing? Like, is it? Do they really think it's like worse? A worse product? Is it a personality thing? Like, what's going on? So I, it, it really gets to me because I like car racing, but that's because I'm a car racer. You know what I mean? But I also the the people that I that I interact with at the racetrack are usually like very dedicated IndyCar fans. But then I enjoy talking to people that come up to me and they're like, hey, what did you think about, uh -huh. you know, the Formula One race or the NASCAR race or whatever? I'm like, hey, well, I loved, I loved that. I loved this. You know what I mean? Like we talk about it all here. Yeah. I mean, you're a fairly, you know, new thrust into it race fan. You know sure. what I mean? And like, do you have an appreciation for all of them? Whether or not, like you probably haven't watched many Formula One races yet, but no. like, would you be like, hey, that's interesting. You know what I mean? What like what do you think about it? Yeah, I I see both sides because, you know, I you know, came up with IndyCar, right? Like even before I became as big of a fan as I am now, you know, I I just covered that in my prior job, and so I was familiar with it, but then, you know, now you have these ties and I have these uh, uh connections and these relationships like with yourself and Joseph and Hinch and Rossi and you know all these people, I mean, these great dudes, great families. The track. The track, you know, so so my loyalties definitely lie there with IndyCar, um but I think because I'm a newcomer to the game, a little bit of a late bloomer that it doesn't necessarily 
I don't have blinders on, right? So I'm willing to go to Charlotte for a NASCAR weekend to check that out, to throw on the NASCAR race, to follow that, to get to know those drivers. Cause I'm like, Hey, if the IndyCar drivers are this dope, I'm sure the NASCAR drivers are pretty cool too. Turns out they are. So that's an interesting thing that you mentioned. It's when you interact with the drivers. So like not a lot of us in America ever get to interact with Formula One drivers. So mm -hmm. that might be something very interesting right there that you said. It's like, hey, when we go to this race in America, we can interact with IndyCar drivers and we like it. Or like sometimes you can interact with NASCAR drivers too. But realistically, Formula One, like no one gets to interact with the drivers because they're like, you know, wildly, the, the paddock is wildly yeah. lack, like locked down. You yeah, can't yeah, get yeah. in there. You know, you have to have a super special connection to get in the paddock. You know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's very interesting. And obviously they only have one race in America. And mm -hmm. so then a lot of people are like, oh, we don't like Formula One because they have one race in America and NASCAR has 38, you know what I mean? Or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I get that. But like, and also it is hard to follow Formula One because it's on at six in the morning most You're of the right. time. You know yeah. what I mean? But, uh, but I, I still think that, you know, it's maybe it is down to the people. And I don't know why the, like, I just don't know why we can't get more, like, overall support for everything. You know what I mean? Like, because if 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 one motorsport is doing well, that's awesome. I Some people say, oh, well, if one's doing well, it's going to feed down to the rest. I don't know if that's the case yet. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But, like, if all of them are going better, then that helps everyone. Because if you go, if you're out on the weekend at, you know, Kilroy's brothers, whatever it is, like, and you're like, you, hey, did you see that NASCAR race? Or like, yeah, did you see the IndyCar race? Or like, yep, that'd be great. Like, yeah, that would be awesome. Or like, if you're at a bar, right? What if 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 you can find a bar that has two different forms of racing on at once? Well, man, that would be a home run. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's not a sports book, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that <laughs> doesn't have, have forty-eight TVs, and you got the one that's in the bathroom. Right. You know what I mean, I, you know, and it is interesting because. I'm definitely not like that with like any other sport, right? If, if it's entertaining, if I have a tie, I'll watch it. I'll love it. You know, I, I, I love college football. I love the NFL. I enjoy and guess how many college football games are on in a day. <laughs> a lot. Shit. <done. laughs> yeah. You know, uh, and you, you can, can watch you can probably ball. flip around a bunch. Flip of them. Yeah. around, you know, no, no holds bars. Um, you know, I, I enjoy college basketball a lot. I enjoy the NBA a lot for, for various different reasons. I think that's what people have to realize is that like, you have to look at each product a little bit differently and, and not take them as like, okay, well, this is, you know, I'm more of a NASCAR person. So because IndyCar doesn't meet that expectation or my standard for whatever, uh, that's not how it is. When you watch a college basketball game, you know, you're getting a different product yes. than watching the NBA game, <laughs> right? Because like, I like college basketball as well, but I also get frustrated sometimes because I'm like, why are they not playing as well as the NBA? You know what I mean? Right. Like, well, these are college right. kids. You know, like, and then there's also yeah. the other end where people are like, you know, the NBA, it's just too laissez-faire and there's not that like, <laughs> people aren't slapping the floor, there's not enough defense or whatever their reasoning, you know? <laughs> slapping you know, the you, floor. And then you yeah. watch college basketball and you got, you got a bunch of Grayson Allens out there, yeah. like, you know, hacking people and going wild. <laughs> yeah. So it's just like, when you, I think people need to take that approach more into racing. That's certainly what I've tried to do is like, hey, I love IndyCar. I know IndyCar is going to go super fast. I know it's going to be very competitive, uh, you know, uh, but it's going to be different than when I watch NASCAR. And yes. that's okay. Yeah. But I'm going to watch NASCAR and I'm going to enjoy it for, for what that is. So yeah. maybe like, that's I, something to I do I want it. to challenge people. I tell people all the time. I said, like, I even put this in, in my tweets sometimes. I'm like, you know what? I, I challenge everyone who loves NASCAR, just watch an IndyCar race. Just all you got to do, mm -hmm. just do it. Mm -hmm. Like sit yourself down, whether it's, 
It could even, you might not even have to change the channel. Might be two races on NBC. You know what I mean? (laughs) One channel, one television, you strap yourself in. Because guess what? You probably strap yourself in for football Sunday for eight hours in a row. You know what I mean? Like it's Uh NFL red zone with old Cuzzy there talking to you the whole day. Like that's one of those things. But I, I, I just, I always challenge people. I'm like, hey. Just give us a chance. That's all. Like, I, I, cause I, I think there's something you could learn. And if you truly like don't in your heart, you're like, nope, don't want to watch IndyCar. Why? Like, tell us why. Right. It's just being tell stubborn. Us, like, is, yeah. Like, but like, I would like to know, is there a reason? Because a lot of the reasons that I see people say are wrong. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I'm, you're like, I'm sorry. What did you say? Well, what, what? are some of the, like, what, what are they? What are some well, it's the like, oh, well, you know, the, those cars don't race as well. And I'm like, what, what, does that even, what does that even mean? And then they're like, well, we are like, it's, it's not an oval race. And I'm like, well, look, I, I think that IndyCar, like IndyCar was a lot more popular when we did more oval racing. Like that's for sure. I, and I think, you've been big on getting more ovals I publicly ovals, for yeah. a long time. I, I think our oval racing is, is, is 10 times more exciting than our road course racing, but we still do race on road courses way better than any other open wheel formula, which is basically formula one. You know what I mean? Like our, our racing at tracks, road races, street races are more competitive than formula one. Well, it was, uh, uh where was it? Uh, it was the second to last race this year. What didn't Colton start 13th? Yeah. But I mean, a course, lot of then- guys, like we have guys that like Alex Pillow at Portland, who got sent all the way to the back with me at the beginning of the race, ended up winning the race again. You know, I mean, there's, exactly. there's a lot more. So my point is that you can, it, it doesn't, you don't have to be in the yeah. top three. You can start mid pack. You can get fucked up and exactly. get to the back of the pack and then come back. Like yeah. if you start at the back of the pack in formula one, never going to win Done. the race. If you start at the back of the pack in NASCAR, unless you're like Kyle Larson or like a really good car, not going to win the race. There's only a few cars in NASCAR that are probably going to win the race. Only about two to three cars in formula one that are going to win the race in IndyCar. There's at least well, roll the dice. Yeah. <laughs> like they could be, eight, you know, we had 10 different 10. winners this year, yeah. something like that. Nine different winner, winners, whatever it is. Um, and, and that I think is, you know, maybe it is too like different for people. Maybe it's like, well, I don't know who this guy is who won this weekend because he wasn't that guy who won last weekend. And it's like, I don't, I don't think that's true. So I, 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 I don't know why. Um, but I just, I, I really hope just purely for the health of motorsport, because I think right now motor racing is actually doing quite well. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. IndyCar is going better. We have the most cars of any open wheel series on the grid right now. Formula One is really strong. NASCAR has always been strong and will continue to be strong because it's NASCAR and they've got, I mean, it's just NASCAR is a powerhouse. Yeah. I mean, it's just massive. So things are going well, but like for us as drivers and for more, like to inspire more young drivers and like, a big, you know, that huge push for diversity in racing right now, get more, you know, females and African-American drivers and all this people from all over the place. Like that will happen if motorsport as a whole continues to grow. You know what I mean? And I'd say, you know, look no further than me uh, in terms of, <laughs> look no further than well, like, you know, uh, it's once you get in and once you just give it a chance and you, you, you think on it and you give it more than five minutes of thought, it's really easy to fall in love with. Get it, below the outer layer. Yeah, take take it from me. I mean, like, 
You know, uh, it just starts with the itch of, you know, the, the Indy 500 in the month of May, boom. But then all of a sudden it's like, oh, wow, I want to go to these other cool places. Wow, this is great. These tracks, these courses, these drivers are awesome. Oh, boom. Like uh, now I, I I love racing, love IndyCar racing. Now I'm going to hop into NASCAR and that's awesome as well. Like it's so easy to just get into if you just like let your guard down for more than five minutes and just be like, oh, I don't know, racing. Like that's not one of the big three like sports or whatever. Let it down. <laughs> and you'll find a very, very exciting, entertaining, new found love for an awesome sport. Yeah. So and I look think no further like, than me. I I think a lot of people sometimes get held back from it because they just don't understand it. You know what I mean? And like, intimidating. Yeah. And I like I kind of like I like a lot of stick and ball sports, right? Like I, lo- I love basketball, love football. Yeah. Not as big of a fan of baseball, but like I, I've learned over the years that like, you know what? I respect it because I don't know about it. You know what I mean? And like, I will, I will start to watch like playoff baseball, right? Like right World now, series you know going World on. Series. Yeah. I think that's exciting stuff. It and was. you know what I mean? I don't think they need to play 175,000 games a year. You know what I mean? But like, <laughs> but like I, I, I have appreciated that more. And like, I think that's why we get a lot higher TV ratings for the Indy 500 because people know, Hey, boom, that's like the Super Bowl. Yep. So we're going to watch that one. You yep. know what I mean? And so I just wish people would kind of understand like, hey, we got 16 others as well. You know what I mean? And yeah. a lot of people, there was some wild stat. I keep, I, I've repeated this several times, but like something like over 90% of the Indy 500 audience don't know that there's another IndyCar race the rest of the year. You know what I mean? So like that's, yeah. it's just, it, even though there's like ads for Detroit the next weekend or like, right. here, come to Road America in the summer. You know what I mean? So we're trying. Yeah, we're trying we are our best. It. It's a, it, it is it is a mission that can and will be solved. We will succeed. Yes. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Uh, good discussion, <laughs> though. Side note. Yeah. I had no idea that Chase Elliott's 25. Yeah, yeah, he's a young fella. Young fella. I thought for sure he was like 32 for some reason. <laughs> Every NASCAR driver is at least 32. Yeah. I don't know. 25? Wow. Yeah. Unreal. Yeah, man, we're getting old. I got... Uh, Got a little beef with Chase Elliott to pick because oh, he. Okay. I was messaging with him. Uh, Didn't you text me about this? No, oh. no. I was messaging with him after the Charlotte weekend, and uh, because you know he's a, he's a big Georgia guy from oh, Georgia, yeah. and he loves the Georgia Bulldogs. Right now, Georgia <laughs> Bulldogs are number one in the country. It's looking like Are they? Yeah, it's looking oh, like wow. they'll probably, you know, they handle business, then they'll be uh, coming to Indy for the national championship in January. And so I, you know, was talking with him. I was like, yeah, man. And I said, uh, and once the dogs are in town for the title, you know, hit me up. And he was like, yeah, sounds good, man. That's uh, really the only reason I'd ever come to Indy in January. <laughs> and I was like, okay, rude. <laughs> you, uh, you're you not totally wrong, I guess, but yeah. we, it, we can still have fun in January here. All right. Just because it's a little chilly. Defending the hometown. Yeah, here. yeah, yeah. But uh, no, nah, Chase, he's, well, now I call him a good kid because he's yeah. only 25. He's a good so. young fella. Good, good, good young fella. Good fella. Tap him on the head. Yeah. yeah. Um, what do you want to get into? Do here? we have you questions, get questions? That you want to get into? Yeah, yeah, we'll get into some questions. Because there's here. still a couple of things. Radio there was the barber green. test that happened, but realistically, the barber test, I mean, 
There were just some new guys that got in, and uh, you know, some young fellows. Nico Holkenberg was in there. Oh, Kyle what? Kirkwood. Kyle Kirkwood it? was yeah. good. David Malukas, uh, Devlin DeFrancesco, who I've known some since cool names he was a child. Yeah. Yep, and Nico Holkenberg. You know what? The the best thing that I love to hear these these F one guys come in and say is like, man, it was physically hard to drive. Because <laughs> I was yeah. like, yep, we've been saying that for a long time. These cars are very hard to drive. Beat the so, hell out of you. Red, yeah. yellow, green. Here we go. Um, from Roger Sobey. How often does Connor sit down to rewatch the race on TV? Uh, I didn't watch a single race this year. <laughs> if it would have been a, not even the Indy 500, I I don't too have, much heartbreak. I don't have Peacock Gold, so <laughs> I can't. I I haven't signed up for the Peacock Premium package yet to where I can rewatch the races. So I feel like we've talked about it, it should just be like you're an Indy car driver. It should just be because you should come in the contract. You know, yeah. you get the subscription to to Peacock, and there you go. But if you if you had the ability to, wouldn't you? Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I, I would. I, 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 so here's the thing. I obviously know what happens. So <laughs> I, I, I find it tough to watch a lot of races um, unless they go well, which is weird. But I think when I come to the next year, like if I go into 2022, then I'll watch certain parts. Like, how did the start work out for these guys? You know what I mean? Because mm. I'm probably going to be starting in a different place. Or, you know, like, what did the start look like? Because the start's always very important. What do guys do? Uh, the pit strategy is sometimes important. So, yes, I, w- I will watch those extended highlight clips on, like, N- on NBC's YouTube page or whatever like that. Um, but realistically, like, I don't sit at home and just watch what I've done. You know what I mean? Mm. Because, like, I-, I know what happens. And it honestly, a lot of the time, frustrates me. Because, like... Yeah. I know what happened, and I'm like, gosh, this was so close. You know what I mean? They were like, we were so close from this. And it's like, how did that happen for that guy? So it honestly, like, maybe I just, I need to watch it with a uh, a slightly clearer mind. I don't know. But it's it's something that you you learn from it when you go back the next year. And you're like, all right, so how did the pit strategy work for this guy? What was his outlap like? Etc. What would be the equivalent of, of a driver watching film? You know, like a football coach, a, a, a baseball hitter is watching film of a pitcher. The football coach is grinding film. What's the equivalent of that for you guys? Do you well, have it? Yeah, I mean, we have a lot of onboard footage. I think I think that's probably the main thing. Like, if there's, uh, you know, like we have, you know, if I wanted to watch Renus's video from, you know, from from any other track, you'd be like, yeah, cool. We're gonna watch check out Renus's video. You know, the team will help me out with like, here's what he was doing here. And, you know, some of the bigger teams, they obviously have three or four cars that they can look at. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah. if, uh, you know, if you're at Andretti, you can look at, you know, Ryan's video, Colton's video. Alex will, can look at all this stuff. You know what I mean? And so um, so that that would be the film. Film and then data. Like, we get all the, you know, brake traces, yeah. throttle traces. So you can have all these printouts of, like, okay, this was my lap compared to Renus's lap. Here's where he was better than me. Here was here's where I was better than him, and that's kind of the study that that we can do. And there's there's a lot, a lot. What is the setup of the car? Can you look at numbers. that? A lot of numbers. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. tough. Uh, yeah. From uh, T T T Bradenbach T Bradenbach fourteen. Good job, nailed it. You think F one will come back to Indy eventually? I don't know. I. I don't think so because right now you got Coda and then Miami and then they want to go to Vegas. So I think they're trying to hit big markets. Yeah. Big markets. But I mean, for racing, Indy is, Indy is the market. It is. Yeah. But like, they want it, the flash. They want they, the glitz. They want the, yeah, exactly. Right now. I mean, F1 is all about glitz and glamour. Okay. Glitzy glamoury. Maybe if 
we get you know a few strip clubs or some lights and some flamingos and <laughs> yeah. some fountains at the yeah, just out there by those, IMS yeah. and maybe yeah. I'll do it. I don't know. Yeah, it, F1's not coming here for the brass flamingo. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, from Angelo Kolda. What is Shrek's last name? What is Shrek's last name? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't, not a clue. I don't. Is, is, I think is, there, is asking, there one? I think they're trying to speculate if there is. I, I don't think there is. No. I think it's like um, yeah, it's like, like any. It's like share. Yeah, it's like share. Seal. Seal, yeah. Um, Lady Gaga. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like it's just one of those one person, one That's one it. name yeah. ones. You don't, you don't need when your name's Shrek. You don't need a last name. You don't, you don't ask what is the Rock's last name, you right? Know what I mean? You they see you say the Rock, it's the Rock. Yeah, yeah exactly. I, I kind of <laughs> hate that. Like, hello, Rock. Yeah, like that's it. <laughs> I kind of hate that he is like going more more by Dwayne Johnson. Oh you know? yeah, that's I'm like, upsetting. I'm like, come on, man. Just <laughs> you're the stay, Rock. Yeah, stay with it. Stay, not, stay true. Shre- Shrek's a one namer. Uh, that that's all you need. Um, yeah. From uh, N eight. God, you guys' names are wild. Um, Nathan. Nah, that's got that's got to be what it is. Nathan <laughs> underscore A. Favorite board game? Oh, man. You know what? This is probably going to be a bit of a surprise, but I was a big Risk guy growing up. Whoa. Big Risk guy. I had the whole setup. We'd get into Risk real aggressively, move the armies around. I was a big RTS game guy, though, too. Real-time strategy. I'm I'm, I'm waving the red flag on that. (laughs) I'm a big Risk risk guy, dude. Yeah. Holy (laughs) jeez. How much, do, how much time do you have to devote to that? Oh, man, you sat down for six to eight hours to play that sucker. Nope. And this is before I was allowed to play video games. I think that's probably why. There you go. Because once I got into real-time strategy, I was like big Command & Conquer, Tiberian Sun, Red Alert 3, all these guys. I, was, I love that stuff. Anything <laughs> anything uh, Westwood Studios, I think, was the game manufacturer. You're a nerd. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're a nerd, dude. Um, what about you? What's your board game? Candyland. Oh. <laughs> I mean, dude, everyone Candy. loves Candyland. Candyland's dope, dude, it's man. It's a cr- tremendous game. Yeah, like it's... I, I love... Actually, great call. You, it's simple, you know? Yeah. Like, it makes you want candy. It's yeah. a cool Not great venture. for diabetics. Well, we, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to stay away from <laughs> yeah, that yeah. one. Candy not included, though. Yeah, yeah. So, you're <laughs> Sugar right. Free Land is right. where I hang out. <laughs> Guess what? Not a lot of people hang out there. <laughs> you're a loser in Candyland. Yeah, Sorry, exactly. dude. Um, from Voodoo Mama Juju. Oh, all right. I like that. That's uh, an office reference. So yep. I appreciate that. <laughs> Why doesn't IndyCar come to Phoenix? Any plans to return? They say it's the oh, fifth largest man. city in the United States. Yeah, I, I, I don't one. know. I, I think it's a promoter issue. I think I think there was, uh, and also for us, I think our cars were such high downforce when we were racing there that it wasn't a great race. I, I, I actually loved racing at Phoenix. I think I finished in the top 10 there my rookie year. I, I don't know, but I, I loved Phoenix. Like it, it pushed our bodies to a very mm. wild limit. Like it was very physically hard and mm-hmm. very hot dr- to drive there. Um, but yeah, I, I do wish we went back to Phoenix. So that's, that's definitely something that, um, I don't have an answer as to why, but I would love to be at Phoenix. When you say a promoter issue, is it like, it's just hard to get people I just think to come they, out? Yeah, hard, yeah, hard to get people to get there. I think they, they didn't sell as many tickets as they would have liked. Okay. Yeah. Not, not a big market for yeah. uh, IndyCar. Yeah, apparently in Phoenix. Not. All right. Um, from my buddy, Jeremiah Morrill. Uh, big race fan, yep. actually, who I went to the uh, Mid-Ohio race with and camped oh, nice. out there. Uh, he wants to know, when does Connor expect to see the next-gen engine on track to test, and how big will the change be from the current equipment? I have no idea. 
<laughs> no expectations of what it's Well, going? so what what they try to do now, they they ran a test with Joseph a couple weeks ago uh, where they basically, because like right now in the current engine, you can easily add power just with boost, right? So like our car normally has, you know, whatever it is, 700-ish horsepower on the road courses, 750 with push to pass. But they can easily, like with push to pass, right? That's an added 50 horsepower immediately. So mm-hmm. what you do is you just run the push to pass power, push to pass power constantly, and then you add more. So like they could add, they added a hundred horsepower right out the gate just by increasing the boost. So that's something that uh, they tested and they also added weight to the car because apparently the, like the hybrid system is going to be heavier. So there's a lot of testing that's going on and obviously it's going to take some time. I I don't know when they're going to have, you know, the full, full product, but like, again, Chevy and Honda, very smart people, great manufacturers. So like they're gonna, you know, they're gonna have a product probably already on the dyno here sooner rather than later. Um, because again, it's it's wild engine competition right now in IndyCar. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I don't know when exactly, but you know, the car can't get any heavier. So they, they gotta figure out what do we need to do with the car first to kind of help um, you know, supplement what we get with the engines. What, how do, how does it all work together? I think there's, there's still a lot of research to be done, but you know, it's still, we still got some time. What's the earliest you say that you could, you could see that end of next year. Okay, <laughs> so know. going into 2023. Yeah, then? I would say so. Okay. So we're rock steady in 2022 for what we got. Oh yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. They, gotcha. They're not changing anything until at least a couple of years. Got it. Cool. Um, that's all we got. <laughs> uh, what do you, you, you want to hop into the Ricky Treadway, Oh, random random Indy 500 I mean, driver we, of the week. We could do that. I know we're we're pushing time here a little bit, but I also had a you know a little bit of a you know three drivers with three reality shows. But uh, I, I exchanged the uh, Top Chef for Jeopardy. Oh, <laughs> let's let's hold that for next week. Okay. I feel because we got there is something. Yeah, I think it'll be funny. Okay, but yeah, we'll hold, let's hold that, that for next, next week. week. Yep, yep, yep. Um, so you're gonna have to look this guy up since you have. Internet. I have internet. Yes. Um, the Indy 500 driver of the week. Uh, this is from the 1979 race. 1979. Uh, Phil Threshy. <laughs> I don't know who Phil Threshy is, honestly. I've I have not took heard a that name. Guess on how to spell that name. Man, T H R E S H I E. Yep, I went with the Y. Yep. It was either Y or I E, and I went with Phil Threshy. Can we tell us about it? Like, tell me about him a little bit, because I only wrote down that he finished P30 1979. Oof, Phil Threshy. <laughs> Born April 12, 1953 in Alamo, California. Former driver in the USAC and Card Championship Series. He raced in the 1977-1981 seasons with 15 combined starts, including right. the 1978, 79, Indy 500. Boom. Hey. Old Phil Threshy. Well, he finished in the top 10 once, an eighth position in 1979 at Texas World Speedway. Oh, okay. Um... Let's see. Indy 500 is, results. See, I learn stuff about this all the time. Like, these are, these are people that we're learning about. Indy 500 results, 78. Um, he, he was running with an offy engine. Yep. Started 29th, finished 30th. So, not, <laughs> nice. not great for Phil. <laughs> but in 1979, man was running on a Chevy engine. Started 29th again. Finished 17th, plus 12. Oh, uh, see, I had him. Oh, huh. Good for him. Well, 78. Yeah. He finished 30th. But then okay. in, in I 80, got the years confused. Maybe either website I'm using is wrong. In 80 and 81, he failed to qualify. Okay. So. <laughs> hey, good two starts, though. Yeah, two, two starts. Two more starts than a lot of people. 17th, uh, you know, got cracked that top 20 field. <laughs> cracked it right open. Plus and uh, hey, 12. To be fair, in the late 70s, 
there were a lot more people trying to qualify for the race. So yeah. like that's that's an era where when you did make the Indy 500, it's like whew, you beat probably 20 hey now, other hey people. You know what I mean? There you go. Which is uh, which is so we respect Phil Threshy. Uh again. If you know about Phil, please tweet us about him because uh, we just learned about him today. Yes. Which is very exciting. Beautiful. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, all right, man. What uh, we got Halloween this weekend? Are you for sure going out to Cali? What's your yeah, plan? Yeah, yeah. I got to go uh, driver coaching out in California, uh, but it should be pretty fun. There's some Coach uh, Connor. Yeah, Coach Connor. Uh, gonna be wearing my whistle, uh, <laughs> <laughs> something like that. Just cracking the whip on just some cracking people. the whip on some people, just telling them not to crash their supercars because I think there's gonna be a lot of really nice cars out there, which will be fun. Uh, I hope I get to drive some of them. I am going to bring a suit and helmet because uh, always be prepared. Nice. So will yeah. you still be able to take place at any Halloween festivities I really out don't there? think so. No, I don't have a costume. Do you have a costume or what do you? Dude, I, I do. Me and yeah. the wife. We're, oh, God, you guys are doing co-costumes? We're doing it. Yeah, we're... we're um, I'll just I'll just say it. We're going uh, Bobby Boucher and Vicky Valancourt wow. from uh, Waterboy. <laughs> so... Right, That's she's got the she, she she you know it was tough. She said she wanted to be comfortable, but also I threw some out there that she was like those aren't sexy enough, and I was like, uh, well, yeah. there's a fine like okay, that's You're a very a fine line yeah. for what we're walking. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, I mean, if you want to be comfortable, it's hard to be sexy and comfortable. But yeah, yeah Vicky Valancourt, she's you know she kind of has a crop top tank going on, and right. uh, she shows Bobby Boucher her boobies. If you guys remember that, oh, and, and the Water Boy, um, yeah, classic. So and I had and I. One of the reasons is because that's why you got a wife. I, I was I was <laughs> I was gifted for a birthday a couple of years ago by my sweet mother um, a Bobby Boucher jersey. Nice, uh, yeah, an authentic one. So we're gonna pull that off. It's actually gonna be my third Adam Sandler Halloween costume. Oh, I've been, I see a trend. I've been Billy Madison. <laughs> I've been Happy Gilmore. I'm gonna be Bobby Boucher. So very excited to pull that one out. <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, see, I'm not a big Halloween guy. I, I can't pull it off. I, I, I my costume pull it off. It's just get I a costume just I wear. suck at costumes. I, <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't go to the store to get one. And if I try to do something, like it's the dumbest thing ever. You know what the the most embarrassing one that I think I've ever done is when I got back from the Amazing Race. It was October 25th uh-huh. when we filmed that show, and I took my. Um, my fanny pack from the show. Like we were supposed to give it back. I took it home. Hell yeah. And I took home like a bunch of the clues and stuff like that from the show. And so I went out as an amazing racer <laughs> for Halloween, like six days later. Cause I had just been home. I just got home from a month away and I was like, shoot, it's Halloween. What do, what do I do? See, I'm gonna be an amazing racer. So I put on like some wild shoes and like, I put on this fanny pack, but people looked at me like, what the heck are you? <laughs> Cause not a lot. Of, I mean, a lot of people watch The Amazing Race, but not like my age range, I guess. Right. But I, 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 I applaud that because one... And I brought out clues. I taped them myself. It's creative. Two, it's cost efficient. Yeah, cost efficient. Yeah. Three, subtle flex that you're on The Amazing Race. But people didn't know at the time. I know, but that that's was a nice... funny thing. They're like, oh, yeah. Nice leeway into conversation. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what is that? What are you... Amazing Racer. Well, oh, wow. Wait. Yeah, I was just on that show. Oh. Yeah, and they're like, whoa, hey. Yeah. So that was a dumb idea. 
And uh, yeah, I don't know. I just haven't been anything good. I, uh, Deepu, our friend, mm -hmm. Deepu, good guy. He uh, bought everyone uh, Harlem Globetrotters outfits to wear for this weekend, like five of them. Like he wanted to have a, the starting, starting five. five yeah. And I was going to be one of those. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm gone now. So, so. you would have had to wear like, oh, is he going like short shorts? I think so. Short yeah. shorts, froze. Yeah. Yep. That's good, man. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I guess it's kind of good and bad for you. Yeah. It's I bad just, that you had to miss out, but probably wouldn't have been. I think I'm real self-conscious at my heart. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't want to look like a stooge. I, I look like a stooge most of the time. That's what and, Halloween's uh, for, man. I know, but I just feel like I, anytime I get these weird glances, it's just like, we're out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, I'm going to get out of here. Out on Halloween. But I love seeing what people come up with. Like, I do love the creativity. Yeah in people's minds and obviously you know what sometimes you might meet your wife on uh, halloween too because there's a lot of nice looking ladies sometimes there in are. halloween good for yeah. them good Hopefully, for everyone for being a you know a, a, an angel or a, a, yeah. a, a like a bird or a, whatever has ear a cat maybe you don't want to meet your wife maybe <laughs> maybe just somebody to a hang nice out friend. with for yeah. a couple times what, um, are the, what are the most classic halloween costumes you got the angel the devil and you got the uh oh cat. you got you got nurse <laughs> Nurse. You got uh, police officer. Police officer. You got uh, the three blind mice. Yeah. <laughs> um, thing school one girl. and thing two. Um, school. Oh yeah, big school girl. A yeah. popular couple's costume is Jim and Pam from The Office. Yep. Yep. You yep, know, yep, yep, relatable. Yeah. Yep. Um, trying to think of other like sexy kind of construction worker. No. Good. <laughs> it is wild where it gets. Yeah. Adam, oh yeah. 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 Do that. These um, ladies in their What? What are you again? I'm an angel. Oh, yeah, God, I don't know yeah. if God would be too happy about this there. Yeah, I'm going to have a word with Jesus. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, the... Uh, I was trying to be Michael Myers. Oh. oh. A big Halloween guy. Like okay, the yeah, yeah. Oh, but yeah. the mask is incredibly hard to find. Really? Like, they're, they're, it's a very hard find now, and they're all very expensive, like $75. So yeah. I'm like, ah, I don't know. So Yeah. Um, real quick, what's your what's your go to Halloween? Well, again, die back. So. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> Halloween definitely not your favorite holiday as a tough, kid. Tough, <laughs> tough one for the diabetes camp. Yeah, tough one. Well, I like water and sugar free uh, toffee. No, yeah. it's like I no, I uh, I'm a big candy corn guy. I love a good candy corn, a, a good little handful of candy corn. That's about all I can have. Damn. Do you like candy corn? I mean, it's fine. I like candy corn. It's all right. It's not as bad as like, it's better than licorice, but it's not a starburst. I feel like, like Lewis Black had a great joke about candy corn. That was just one of the funniest things that I've ever heard. He's like, all of the candy corn, I think this was going to be like, all of the candy corn has been just recycled for the last 30 years. <laughs> yeah. They sell so much of it. It all goes to the stores. And then all that does not get eaten just gets recycled uh, back into it. Yep. And it's all been around for 65 years or something like that. And it, I'm like, you know what? He's probably not wrong. You know, candy corn is just something to just gnaw on. Like, it's just something to chew on. I like the pumpkins, on. too. The you candy know? corn pumpkins. You know those ones? No. Oh, dude, you get the little little mix pack. You get the, the regular candy corns and the candy corn pumpkins. I like, oh, man, I'm a big candy corn pumpkin guy. You know, if you're at, like, a party and, like, you kind of don't really know who to talk to, there's some awkward time, <laughs> yeah. like, you go into the candy yeah. corn bowl and you kind of pick around and yeah. gnaw on them a little bit. There's a guy that's dressed like, like a serial killer, but he actually might be a serial killer and yes. you don't know, so you're like, I got to eat some candy corn. I got to get yeah. away from this guy, turn yeah. my back, eat some candy corn. <laughs> All right, bro, well, have fun in California. <laughs> be careful. Um, I'll be ripping it up here as Bobby Boucher. So, uh, Is that is that just weekend. a one-night costume or yeah. do you have, like, multiple? 
multiple lineups. No, nope, okay, just one it. Saturday yep. night party. I'm there you just, go. just ripping that. So it'll be real, real easy. Watch out for Bobby on the streets here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come knock your head off. All right, guys. Uh, again, you can watch us on YouTube, my YouTube channel, Joey Molinero. We're both on Apple Podcasts and Spotify now. Speed Street with Connor Daly and Joey Molinero. Please, like I said, for the algorithm and for our sake, leave a rating, leave a review, and uh, we'll get back to you. Love to hear those as well. Have a great Halloween weekend, and we'll see you next time next week on Speed Street. Oh, yeah.